Welcome to episode 8 of Rabble, Rabble, Rabble. This is UK Peter, bringing it to your front door like an Amazon Prime package. I'm here to let you know, that we will be using the B word, the D word, the F word, the C word, the L, M, N, O, P word. Basically if you're offended by words, you can just stop listening. I'm not going to tell you to go fuck yourself this time, because I'm working on becoming a more accepting person. My therapist told me, if UK Peter wants to grow, UK Peter needs to learn to love again. Bitch. Hello, everybody. UK Peter? What? What? What is he working on? He's UK Peter. Ah, UK Peter. Yeah, Peter from the UK. I, he likes to, he likes to, you know, he likes to call himself UK Peter. Yeah, it's much more proper. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, like a surname or something. Yeah, and it, it's a growth week. Talking about he's not going to tell people to go fuck themselves. It's like <laughs> he's, supposed to be, you know, the running theme here. Yeah, he's come a long way. I, I maybe you know maybe we got something to learn from UK Peter. I don't know. I, I know that's. I felt like insecure when he said that. I'm like, <laughs> oh no, like what if I changed my my entire personhood? <laughs> I can't tell people to go fuck themselves anymore. What <laughs> is that growth or is that de evolution? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I really need to take a long, hard look in the webcam here <laughs> and all my blemishes that are uh, becoming more and more apparent as I never look in the mirror anymore. I'm talking to the man in the webcam. Oh, 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 oh. you can't you can't sing that. That's oh. problematic. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Shit. We got to come up with a new sentimental song from the 80s uh, that need- immediately makes you cry. It's like. <laughs> Like, what other song could do that? And yet we can't uh, even uh, entertain that anymore. You know, I think uh, it's it's interesting because I can't remember the last time uh, I heard a song where I'm like, oh, my God, like, yeah, we got to do it that way. Like, uh, gosh, who was it that sang? Was it Peter Gabriel who, who sang, uh, you don't have to pray to a little tin god? That wasn't Peter Gabriel. That was Don Henley I don't or know something. that one. Anyway. Yeah. Fuck the Eagles, man. <laughs> anyway, there's like there. It seemed like in the '90s there's kind of like this slew of like, no, we're gonna we're gonna teach you songs, you know, like no, this is the way the world heal the world, make it a better place. Heal the world, make it a better place. Yeah, there was a lot more like inspirational. Now I I saw a video f- yesterday. It broke the record for most amount of views in a single 24 hour period. It's a Korean pop band made up of four korean girls named baby pink or death pink or (laughs) something pink death pink sounds right (laughs) i swear to god it's like a weird like uh korean pop band and korean pop is like the biggest thing on music and internet like it's breaking records and views and downloads and like they sing all in Korean, but then throw in English words. And then they have like one girl who's like the gangster Korean rap girl. And she's like making finger pistols and like cocking her finger arm gun. And, she's finger banging. But talking, yeah, but talking about eating kimchi and, and stuff. And I'm, I'm just like, I, I I don't know. We Nothing's inspirational anymore. It's just all about uh, pussy money bitches, you know? <laughs> You know, for for a pedophile, uh, Michael Jackson, if that's you know that if that's true, he he sure did like focus 
on a lot of songs to try to change the world. You know, it don't matter if you're black or white. The problem was he didn't tell you what he was trying to change it to. He was trying to change it to a more culturally acceptable, like for pedophiles. Like (laughs) he wanted you to be like, look, heal the world, make it a better place by becoming a pedophile. By letting me look at little boys buttholes while I jerk (laughs) off on my circular bed. (laughs) Gross. That's a good way to start the the day. (laughs) Heal the world. Make it a better place. Uh, It's hard when you hear that. So that was in the Michael Jackson documentary. What you know, it's fraught with problems, whatever you want to say, but it's hard to ever get that out of your mind. Yeah. So maybe there is something to uh, thought viruses that maybe you have to like watch what you consume because now all if you say the word Michael Jackson or if you sing uh, one of his tunes, that's all I immediately think about yeah. is that line from that documentary. Yeah. It, it's like a next level perversion. So you can like, okay, there's pedophilia. It's the worst thing ever. But then it's like, oh, he's not just a pedophile. He's a pedophile freak. Yeah. That he likes to look at little boys' buttholes while he jacks off. Like, well, and, and to have something... Like, you know, it's not often that we, we take accounts from kids that have gone through this and hear them in such detail either. So like, how can like you get no that? Like with no judgment, out? just like yeah. put it out there. Let me know like details and gross, like yeah. just say it. And, and like what you were going, what was going through your mind at the time. And like that, how does that, that is like embedded in, in my brain now. And, yeah. and then of course, like with this, with, with his case and stuff, you have this whole like secondary thought of like did it happen though because like of course after that documentary came out there were some inconsistencies that were pointed out and you can't ignore you can't really ignore those but then you also can't ignore these details and like the consistencies of some of these stories and all that especially when it's like it's one thing if it's like one kid that's saying it it's but it's like five or six that all have like oh yeah you know he groomed me like the one kid he's like we got married you know like it's like and and they're at a certain age where like when an adult is teaching you in quotation marks, what love is, right. Then you're like, okay, well, I'm, I don't know. So you're the adult. You must've gone through this. So if you're telling me that's what love is, all right, I'll have to take your word for it and go with you on it. Sure. And, and, and the interesting part about that documentary too, is like, they were like, I was in love with him. Like, that's the thing. That's yeah. why I defended him. Like, you know, in my head, I was in love with him. It's just, it's an, ugh. It's a whole the one thing. Kid said they got married. So yeah. It's like, to your husband, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Your, your husband when you're fucking 12, you know? Yeah. Of course. And he's, you know, he has a theme park in his backyard. He's taking you on tour. Yeah. You know, he's the most famous person in the world. He right. wrote Beat It. Right. So of course, you're going to be like, oh, no, no. Like, he didn't do any of that. Like, of, of course. course, you're going to defend him. Yeah. I mean, it's like the most special thing about your life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like never ends. It's like, yeah, like I, I, so how do you, do you separate man from art? Do you just cancel it all? Like, do you have to, I don't know. I think it's hard because that is like a thought virus that anytime I hear that, I can't get those things out of my head. So maybe I, you can't like celebrate that art anymore. Well, and it's interesting too, because there's like these levels of justification for like the levels of like awfulness of whatever this artist did. Like for instance, like Mel Gibson, like I'm still very much like, but Apocalypto was a great movie. And so was <laughs> yeah. like Graveheart and all this. And, and of course, Braveheart. Like, yeah. And, 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 you know, like it's, so I have these justifications like, well, I mean, that at least that wasn't child molestation, right? He uh, wasn't jacking off the little boy butthole. Right. He, he called the cops sugar tits and blamed the Jews for all the wars. <laughs> so I, you know, 
we have different degrees of murder in our our, our law, right? And you know, See, threatened threatened his of, threatened of, his wife, canceling. Told his I wife. I say for for someone like Mel Gibson, we don't have to cancel Apocalypto, but we can cancel like what women want and like the Beaver, <laughs> All the you know, some of the lower level ones. Yeah. We get to choose. Like we don't have to like say, oh, we can't watch Braveheart anymore because he called the cop sugar tits. Like you could say, like, all right, I'm never gonna watch what a woman wants or uh, what a man thinks or whatever. That was. <laughs> or the Beaver. I, I, all right, fair enough, Mel. I'm not gonna watch the Beaver. So what did you say? Did you say? Did you w- wish that your wife would be raped by a pack of N words? Oh well, there is Apocalypto, but there right. is also Leave the Weapon Three. I, I won't watch Leap the Weapon Three. But he did. You know, Braveheart, Lethal Weapon 1, Lethal Weapon 2, you know, hey, Apocalypto. He's really close to getting Lethal Weapon 2 off the list. It's very close. Uh, uh, tell you what, no Passion of the Christ. Only only on Easter. I'll only watch it once every decade on Easter when I'm really feeling bad about, you know, the way I treat the Jews, you know? Like, that's it, though. I can't go any further. Unless it comes out when a new, you know, something new comes out. Then, but. then, then Lethal Weapon Two is on the table. The next, you know, he's he's got that that angry guy thing too, where he's like seething in that car. He's like, uh, uh, yeah. uh. and it's like, like animalistic. He's always being recorded. Yeah, like that. Like you could hear the drool yeah, coming out of the like foam teeth and like screaming at her. Yeah, like that's, that's next level. And and it's always funny when someone knows they're recording somebody, so they're trying to sound rational. You know, he's like, "I hope you get raped by a pack of N words." <laughs> she's like, "Mel, why would you say such a thing? Yeah. You are so bad." You know, you're like, "Oh." So anytime you hear when you're in a fight with somebody and they're being very measured, <laughs> just or assume using, you're like, being recorded. Terms, be like, "All right, I'll be recorded. Stop now. <laughs> Don't say the N word. Whatever you do, the next sentence, you know." <laughs> Don't wish rape upon your your ex wife. Like, <laughs> just move on, and everybody could still fucking go watch a uh, bird on a wire, which is delightful because Goldie Hawn. <laughs> Nobody talks about Goldie Hawn anymore. Well, you know, she did all that shit to her face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she did. Does that immediately cancel somebody? Is that the female equivalent of saying, I hope you get raped by a pack of N-words <laughs> where you get so much shit done to your face that you're unrecognizable? Yeah, it's, Have it's, you seen Renee Zellweger? That, she's another example of that, of like someone that was like a natural, very unique beauty. And then now just like, what did you do? Like, who convinced you to do that to your face? Where the you culture, man. Like, I mean, yeah. the fact that women are like... Um, you know, brought up to wear makeup. You know, I I, yeah. I think makeup is one of those things that's just like atrocious. And and I'm not like yeah. I'm not like if you wear makeup, you're wrong. I it's all it's all up to you. But what I you know the interesting part about that is you grow up, and I remember in junior high, like it was this like requirement, like you wore makeup, and like it wasn't an option almost. You know, like if you, if you didn't, then you were probably like made fun of or something like that. And and it'd be one thing if makeup was free. Sure. You know, like it'd be one thing if like it. Didn't take long to, you know, throw throw on some eyeshadow or something. Yeah. You're talking like hours of prep oh, and yeah. like thousands of dollars. Well, and, and, and it's like, like terrible, fake. terrible for your skin, terrible for your face. Terrible. So you, and I don't know, just like that, the perpetuation of like, you know, this is what beauty is. And, and part of what beauty is, is this fake aspect of beauty. And and then, of course, like, why wouldn't you, especially as like a movie star, like get older and and like the, you know, like we don't celebrate. We celebrate like men getting older and they look, they're handsome and distinguished and women like, yeah. oh, God, like what happened to her? She's getting old. And it's like, well, fuck, yeah, that's what getting old is, man. That's what Everyone happens. does it. And it's just like 
you can there's like plenty of women they, they who try like, to head it off though they yeah. like start too early right you know, instead of waiting for it which i guess you have to do probably but it's still very jarring to like see them one day and then the next day it's just like whoa yeah like melted candle yeah and it never looks right so that's i don't i don't know why anybody hasn't figured out like you could go that route but it's not going to look good right so what's the alternative would you rather like have some wrinkles and look older or look like you are a melted candle and fucking are unrecognizable to your birth certificate. Right. Well, and, and it's just like, what is the scary part about looking older? Like, I I agree. Like, I'm not like looking forward to like looking in the mirror one day and be like, holy shit. You, yeah. you have, you are like, you are old, you know, like, yeah. but at the same time, I'm also not going to like dread it and I'm just going to welcome it, man. Just going to like age graceful as gracefully as possible because. Isn't there something to that? When you see like a confident, like older woman, you're like, oh, she's got gray hair. She's got wrinkles. Like she's carrying herself as a distinguished older person. Like that's like goes, it's its own thing. You know, it goes a long way. Yeah. It's it, like, I'm blessed to have hair. I, I don't know what it would be like if I was losing my hair. Right. Like that's a, a very quick and easy sign for men to see their mortal mortality. You know, like sure. I have my hair. I don't really have wrinkles that I've noticed. I'm getting some gray beard, but I, who cares? Right. Right. Like, You're distinguished now. Big of a deal. <laughs> it's distinguished. Maybe some people will take me a little more serious. <laughs> but I can't I can't imagine like who cares what I look like. Right. Like it doesn't matter. But I can't imagine if that's your trade, you know, that's your skill, sure, that's your job is sure. to look a certain way. And of course, like if you walk outside to get the mail and you get that one bad picture, like <laughs> it's like it's printed in every magazine. Yeah. But again, that that goes back to just like the culture of everything, like what we expect of these women and stuff. And and just like, no, you're like, what do you mean you're aging? That's not OK. Yeah. And, you know, just like, fuck it, man. Like that's that's a so big what, one. Do do we as a society like do you then not partake in? like the uh, tabloid nature of things and just like, Oh, I don't care if, yeah, but it seems like maybe it's changing a little bit because everyone's taking it into their own hands by going on their own, like Instagram and Facebook sure. and doing their own. So like, I don't, do you feel like people care about those kind of things anymore? Or like, yeah. I don't know. It's hard. I think it seems I think, like tabloids kind of gone. I think we're not involved. I think that we've moved away from tabloids and stuff, but I, I'm sure that's still a thing. I mean, yeah. Is that stupid TMZ bullshit still a thing? Probably. You that's know? true. That's true. They're like, what, you know, stopping uh, Usher at the airport. Be like, what do you think of Black Lives Matter? You know, you're like, Jesus Christ. I, know. I just got off the plane from, you know. <laughs> I'm fucking jet lagged, man. Give me a yeah. moment. I do feel, though, if you listen to more podcasts or if you listen or if you're in, if you're on somebody's social media like Facebook or something, depending on the person, you do get a better sense that they are just people. I know that's like easy enough concept to realize, but I, I don't know. It's been more uh apparent to me you know it's like so i'm thinking about like the nba is coming back they're gonna uh deciding to put themselves in a bubble in orlando basically meaning like you're gonna go there you're gonna be there for two months you're not leaving you're gonna play basketball and you're gonna go back to your room and that's it and it's like yeah yeah you're basketball players you get paid to do that but then these guys are coming out and talking about it. they're like look my wife's having a baby in july so I'm not playing basketball. Like, yeah, why I would can't you? be away from my family. The for birth that of my like, child. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah. You're like, oh yeah, you're right. Like that makes sense. And then some of the younger guys are like, well, look, like I'm 20. Like, I'm not going to sit in a hotel room. Like I'm living my life. Like I can't. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Like that is kind of like not probably the best way to do things. You know, like, of course you I could see them more as people. 
or or this this week after the Black Lives Matter protests, uh, Donovan Mitchell, who plays for the Utah Jazz, posted Black Lives Matter, and apparently his like Instagram comments were just like filled with racist comments. And, Jesus, and like, and he was like, "Fuck, man! Like you you cheer for us when we play basketball, but if I like want to be a person, then you have a problem with that." And you're like, yeah, you're right. Like in my mind, oh, once you're famous, you don't care about like comments or, you know, think like I would think you, you would just go, well, those are dummies, but it's like, sure. no, you're still a person when someone's talking to you. About yeah, like of course. So it does give me more sympathy for that idea of like, oh yeah, it, they are just people. Yeah. That's an interesting way to look at it. I'm not like big on the Instagram and tweeting or anything like that. So like, I'm, I, you know, maybe I need to like not separate myself so much from that stuff, but it, it just seems like a little bit exhausting to always keep up with. What is the what is the right way? Because I hear more and more people are like, "Oh, I I don't do social media," and you're like, "Okay, that's hundred percent fair." I I I do, and I do feel, but does it matter? You know, I feel like I'm more up on the news. I sure. feel like I read more like research on things or like uh, politics. Does it matter? Did it make my life any more like? Do, do I have any more ability to do anything about it than you do that doesn't follow it? Or I don't know. I think it's like thought virus. Like maybe sure. it just like, like uh, infects my head more and either makes me more cynical or uh, makes me more apathetic to things or makes me more worried or angry about how, how little you, you have a say in things, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to say what's the better way to do it, but yeah. then there are good things to it. And, and like, I get to see friends like in this time of quarantine, I'm seeing friends. I feel like I'm having conversations with them without being like next to them or, or actually talking to them, you know, like right. they post, Hey, here's my garden. Very cool. Or here's my, whatever, you know, my new hobby I'm doing. Oh, cool. Like Heather's into painting now. That's cool. Like, yeah. So I do feel like there's a connection to people that I may not see on a day-to-day -day basis, but yeah, who knows if that's good or not. See, I'm, I'm like this, like, I'm definitely like uh, showing my age. Cause I'm like, I have Facebook and then like all the kids, <laughs> My nephews, my niece and everything are like, Facebook's for old people. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> yeah. all right, I guess it is. Because like to me, I'm like you're, still like. You're going to vote for Trump now because you <laughs> fell for some uh, uh, news fake about Biden uh, slipping over his words or something. <laughs> you're going to be like, Fauci's a deep state actor. It's all a fake. <laughs> what are they on? Is it TikTok? Is that their go-to? That and uh, I think Instagram's really big, man. I think, yeah. I think it's, it, yeah. But TikTok's like, so, yeah, that new thing, like. And I, and it's one of those things I don't have the energy, man. I just don't like, I think I would have been totally into it at their age, but I guess an older person, you're like, I, I've got no energy for that shit. It's one thing. Like I love Instagram. Right. And, but I don't even understand the passive participation of TikTok. Like I don't understand watching yeah. 15 seconds of people lip syncing to a Britney Spears video or like dancing like, or any of that shit. I don't man. understand it. No, I don't, I don't, I don't see the appeal of it at all, let alone participating, you know, yeah. I really don't get the people that are like, oh, I'm going to set up this camera and like dance funny and, and like lip sync to Britney Spears that I'm, I'm always like, oh, okay, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why you would want to do that, but okay. Yeah. And it's the it, thing about the, the interesting thing about Instagram is you can see why it's an evolution of sorts, right? Sure. So you had the original MySpace and it was basically like just a list of things you liked and people you liked in a certain order. Yeah, you had so to that rate way, your friends. <laughs> that way people could get an idea of, of the digital you. And then we were like, okay, that's cool, but it's not enough. So then Facebook, Facebook evolved and it was like, great. 
That way you could hear people what they're doing, like uh, hear their thoughts on things. Then they could share events and, and news stories. But then we all went, I, I don't, this is too much. Like, I don't give a fuck about, you know, M Mary's thoughts and if she's baking a cookie every day. So let's go to Instagram because a picture is worth a thousand words, they say, right? Like, so all you get is a picture. I rarely even caption anything. I just want the picture and let it elicit whatever emotion comes to your head. Sure. Same with the, the people I follow. Like, I'm not, I don't care what it says or anything. You just send me a picture and I'm like, I can paint that that idea in my head with words, right? Right. So it's kind of like the ancient Egyptians when you see the pictographs, right? When we think of it now, we're like, oh, look how primitive they are. They're like, hey, they wrote bird, bird, dog face, you know, pyramid guy. <laughs> oh, they're so dumb. They're using such primitive language. But it's actually a far more advanced level of language. We're even moving more towards that. Like we use emojis right, right. in our language. Right. We're like eggplant like in the future people will be like why is there like splashy eggplant your peach <laughs> like that those things don't make sense together They're like oh well actually splash is like come eggplant's a dick and peach is a butt so it's like <laughs> i want to fuck you and come on your butt and you're like you got that from splashy eggplant peach like that <laughs> so maybe we don't really understand what bird dog face you know like but maybe they were probably into kinky shit back then like, <laughs> like oh shit face, they want to bird like, dog face that dude <laughs> <laughs> uh you know i just i just like i'm st i don't use emoticons a lot but you know i get into it when i care or whatever but you know the one with like the smiling face and like one drop of like water next to him i only yeah, i only like just sweating? yeah i or, only just or... now realized that was nervous laughter i was like yeah, oh yeah, i thought yeah. that was like half laughter like i'm almost like i got a little bit of a tear going so, <laughs> but, so you've been sending some very mixed signals to yeah. people because they're well, like wow why is Lindsay always like nervously laughing no fine like, like finally well actually like frankie accidentally uh texted i she like pushed a button on my phone and texted to someone and they're like why did you why are you laughing nervously i'm like what what <laughs> <laughs> i was like huh i never i just you know it's not something i focused on it was like i actually like prefer to you know my dad is father richard on our show he's a great one like he uses like incorrect emojis all the time you know <laughs> yeah. and i i think i like that better where it's just like hey i had a really good time today puke face you know something like that <laughs> like I, I i think i enjoy that aspect of the emojis more like in improperly using them <laughs> yeah and, and when they discover your your phone in the future that'll just like throw off the entire <laughs> translation of the uh, ancient text and they'll be like oh she was an outlier she used nervous laughter and puke face in the, in the wrong way. <laughs> so uh, speaking of text and speaking of all this social media, should we get into some interesting, um, ridiculous uh, comments? and Comments, posts? Yelp reviews, <laughs> tweets, all the different ways that people have miscommunicated on uh, the internet while stuck at home. <laughs> so I've got, a, I've got a pretty good one. All right. So it starts with somebody posting uh, like a meme and, and it's like it's showing a picture of Tim Tebow. It's like the same people praising Colin Kaepernick for taking a knee for his beliefs are the same ones who told Tim Tebow to stop taking a knee for his. Do you know why Tim Tebow like took a knee or anything? Do you, or do you know any of that? Yeah, it was like he was praying. No, it was like uh, basically like it was supposedly for like pro-life uh, pro shit like like stop the abortions. Oh, really? Yeah. Like that's, that's, I very like, uh, briefly scaled. I thought you were going to say Pearl Harbor. Cause you were like, I it took me a second. I'm like, is it pro-life? Kneeling for, for Pearl Harbor. So yeah, you know, of course, like people are like, 
okay, like you're you're not for like women's choices or whatever. So, you know, and it's interesting too. We could go on about this all day, but it's interesting. It's like, okay, well, one of them's standing up for something and one of them's trying to take away from something. Like one of them's trying to take away someone's rights and the other one is trying to stand up for somebody's rights. So there is Very a difference similar there. to all the people complaining about, oh, you're saying it's bad if we go to a Trump rally, but these people could march in the streets for black rights. And nobody <laughs> says it's like, yeah, you're saying that like you're saying that it's not OK for us to say that women don't have a choice, but but you're OK with with human rights. It's like exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. human you, rights. You is- nailed it. I don't have to explain <laughs> it any further. <laughs> so somebody writes to, in like a response to this. Someone's like, yes. We need to boycott all major sports. They are a bunch of idiots tearing down our democracy with their millionaire liberal attitudes. Anytime somebody uses liberal in that tone, you just immediately can just stop listening. And then then another person comments like, damn those liberals. And it's like, holy shit. (laughs) That's one of the echo chambers of Facebook is I don't have any of that, like that right wing stuff. So when I do see it in comments, I'm like, oh, shit, like, right. what is going on? <laughs> well, and, and it feels like, you know, just like we have all, all of the sites that you like, you know, everything on Facebook is very like, or any really social media, you can cater it to like basically view yeah. only what you want to view. So it's like interesting to see from this like very right wing, like there's right wing sites out there and they all post these like stupid ass memes and then oh, everybody like hops on memes. board and yeah, so into the memes, like more into the memes than they should be. I feel like, yeah. cause I feel like a lot of that right wing stuff is like old, old, like old ass people, you know, like just old ass ideas, archaic, archaic mindsets. And it's like, I, no, I don't know. You, you, you don't get to be into memes. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, that's all that Russian troll shit anyway. So none of it's really, that's uh, true. Old, yeah. You know, they're just falling for it like crazy. Uh, yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. And it, it hurts my brain, man. Like that kind of stuff hurts my brain. I was just like, yeah, yeah, let's just like break apart this meme. Cause I don't even agree with all like memes are a little bit ridiculous on both sides, to be mm-hmm. honest. And, oh, yeah. but it's like when you see something like before, just like automatically like agreeing with it, it's like anything else, just because it's a meme doesn't mean you shouldn't be breaking it apart and really analyzing it and saying, what is this actually saying? Is this That's actually harmful? It. it actually works on your subconscious brain. You yeah. know, again, you see the picture and it's speaking to parts that you're not even consciously aware of. It's, it used to just be fun. You could see the one where like Kermit sipping tea, you know, thinking about something and yeah. you're like, yeah, that's, that's funny. Or like the black guy thinking, you know, yeah. like that. it's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, that's a, uh, that's a funny joke. Like, and now it's all this political shit. And you're just like, Jesus yeah. Christ. So there's, there was one more that I thought was just like, kind of made, made me want to vomit. Uh, so, so there's, it's a, again, it's like, it's kind of a meme. It's like one of those things that like people just start sharing because somebody said it. And so this person says, can we still order black? Oh, oh, by the way, it's important to note this came after like the banning of or the discontinuation of like the Aunt Jemima character for um, that company. God, what's it called? Oh, Quaker Oats or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, can we still order black coffee? Are brownies being taken off the shelf? Is White Castle going to change its name? I'm sure Cracker Barrel is screwed. Can we still play Chinese checkers? Is it still called an Indian burn? No more Italian sausages? How far you want to go with this foolishness? And and it ending in that is just like laughable in a way. I'm like, exactly. How far yeah. do you want to go with this foolishness? Because Seems here's like you're, the thing. You're starting this marathon. So uh... Here's the thing. Black coffee, <laughs> the black part of that is the description 
of yeah, it's not the describing coffee. where it comes from or the person or, that invented it. No, it's not like um, black people order coffee and we say, "Oh, that's black coffee," and I'll take the yeah. white. I'll take the white coffee, please. I want white coffee. Um, brownies again, descriptive color, right? Like it's just it's a food. It's not Aunt Jemima. I, like it's not. Now that you brought up brownies, I have a pet peeve that I really need to talk about. It's childish sounds that we have created into words and we just all accept and say and brownies is one of those right we just go yeah brownies you're like wait a minute that's like what a child they're like oh what's this plate this confection that's brown uh brownies (laughs) and and as an adult i go yeah give me some brownies and it's like childish to say same with smoothies every time i say the word smoothie i i like want to vomit because it's like that's like a childish description of something. And we just as adults have agreed that's what that thing is. It's a smoothie. <laughs> a smoothie. What would you like what would you call it? I don't know. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't really have an alternative to it. But like I wish that would have gotten so deep in our lexicon because here in like grown men, especially bodybuilders, they're like, I start my day out every morning with a kale smoothie. <laughs> And then I and then I pump iron and feel all buff and kick people in the nuts after my smoothie. Uh, and then I eat a plate of brownies. The, the funny one in here, here too is like, is it still called an Indian burn? Like somebody's upset. Like, what do you mean we can't say Indian burn? Like, and those ones, like, yeah, we should probably get rid of Indian burn. <laughs> yeah, we I don't should think probably say, get rid of Indian they burn. They don't say sit Indian style anymore. They say crisscross applesauce, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. we took that out of the le- lexicon. Yeah, I just Aunt Jemima definitely should be taken like. We should probably get rid of that one. Like, yeah. these are all like she's making good points. <laughs> yeah. Well, she and the, mixes it up with it's dumb people logic. You know, it's like oh brownies and yeah. black coffee. It's like and no, Italian no, sausages. Those are not the same as Indian burn. <laughs> yeah, and Aunt Jemima. And, sure. You know the Washington Redskins. But so here's like, yes, we these are things we should get rid of. Here's my thing too. Let's say that let's say that we decide like brownies is offensive. Let's say like I don't know, man, I don't like it. Is that really affecting you if we have to call that something different? Is it really affecting you that your maple syrup doesn't come in like with the Aunt Jemima bottle? Like, is it really affecting you if we decide? Like, first of all, I can't remember the last time I said Indian burn. I was like, maybe a kid. Exactly. And I was like, yeah. I mean, why? There's like way more important things to hold on to than like how we say things. Words are just words. Who we also shit? decided like you can't say retard anymore. Yeah. No problem with no that. No problem. Right? We decided that you can't say f word anymore for for gay people we decided that like uh when you when you know you used to say like jew them down when you were like making a sure. deal with somebody we decided you can't say that anymore. why is it such a big deal to be like yeah you, you shouldn't say indian burn you shouldn't say you know we should get rid of aunt jemima like we should get rid of the washington Redskins. Yeah. like the cleveland indians yeah. mascot is chief wahoo i just you know? like, i feel like if you really sat these people down and said okay what matters to you in life and they'd probably be like you know my children my livelihood my home this this and that and then you're like okay but what about what about aunt jemima like are you really going to be like if you're like okay is this on the same scale as these things there's <laughs> not a person in the world that's going to be like yeah yeah, that's in, as important. I bet money if you take a time machine back to 2001, these were the same people that were like, I'm no longer calling them French fries. I'm calling them freedom fries. <laughs> yeah. So they were just fine changing the title to something right. that fit their narrative. Right. So maybe we should, uh, you know, take a look in the mirror. <laughs> ah, ah. I'm talking to the mail. <laughs> oh, children's balls. Ah. Oh, God. Why did you just say it like that? 
That almost sounded like you were like like craving it. Like, ah, Aunt Jemima and children's buttholes. I remember Saturday morning. Uh, On top of that, we should just get rid of like Aunt Jemima syrup because it's not syrup. If you look at the ingredients of Aunt Jemima syrup, it's high fructose it's literally corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup and corn syrup. If you look, it's literally corn syrup is listed twice on the bottle. Nowhere in it is it any kind of like maple syrup. It is literally corn syrup brown water <laughs> and like let's just call it a, that let's just call it corn a, syrup brown water, water. <laughs> we can even make an, an acronym for that you know like csbb or whatever you know like <laughs> bw we call it buffalo wild rings bw dubs right like you could change the antimimus to to whatever chocolate brown <laughs> corn syrup brown corn syrup uh, b dubs yeah, yeah corn syrup b dubs you know <laughs> There's like a lot of like uh, soul searching going on with all the businesses and things that are in trouble right now. And some of the times I'm like, okay, look, like Burger King, right? Do we need a Burger King? Like, <laughs> do we need Burger King? I haven't have, needed Burger King since I was 14. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met a human that eats at Burger King. The only time you might is when you're like in the middle of nowhere and there's a Burger King and, you, and the McDonald's line is too long. Do we need Burger King? There are things that I that are like people are like, oh my God, they're gonna close like like this or that, and you're like, okay, you know, back be, in the last financial crisis, like Mervin's closed, right? Do you remember Mervin's? Sorta. I got caught shoplifting remember, from Mervin's, so yes, I remember Mervin's. <laughs> you remember Woolworths? Woolworths was around for a hundred years, and then it closed, and everybody was all freaked out, and then we moved on with our life. Yeah. Circuit City. Do you remember when there used to be like six different electronic stores? Circuit City, Best Buy, Future Shop. Like now that we have Best Buy and it's fine. And now those are going away and we'd be just fine without Best Buy, right? Like, so some of these things, I don't know why we're so nostalgic for. And maybe we could use a little like thinning of the herd, like in the burger space, right? Do you need the option of Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's, Carl's Jr.? Like, I don't think any of them should exist. No. I, you know, maybe I'm a, a communist or something, but I, I don't understand why anybody goes to these places. Yeah, like, no, I don't agree I, with that. I legitimately can't. I can't remember a time I went to a fast food place like that. To me, like if you're going to go to a fast food place, we're lucky here that you have like a crown burger or Apollo burger or something like that. It's a fast food joint, right? Like sure. you could get a burger there. Why wouldn't you go there versus like a McDonald's? Oh, like yeah. I do not understand childish uh, taste buds. That like a grown men want to go to Burger King to get a Whopper? Whopper? Is that what they have there? <laughs> you can have it your they way. Don't have, they don't have one redeemable thing, right? So if you go to Wendy's, people are like, oh, the Frosty. All right, they have the Frosty. Other places don't have a Frosty. And Square Hamburgers. Okay, I get it. But, you know, get out of here. Carl's Jr. Like, oh, Bacon Western Cheeseburger. Okay, that's something. You know, that's a reason to go there. Name one thing at Burger King that other places don't have. The crowns that you get when you're a kid. Like <laughs> That's true. <laughs> If McDonald's would just give people paper crowns, we could get rid of Burger King. We could have a lot more easily. trash in our garbage bins. That's right. That's right. More garbage to be needed. Like they literally don't have any any redeemable quality. They they even like have Pepsi. You know, like that's like terrible that that's your main drink choice. You know, Pepsi. <laughs> like at least like again, other places have like a distinct thing that you would need to get the there Chalupa. and there alone. And Burger King's whole strategy is to be find out where people traffic by looking at McDonald's and then just putting it across the street <laughs> and hoping that people go, oh, McDonald's is too busy. I'll go to Burger King. 
That's literally their entire business strategy. So in their mind, they save operational cost by not doing market research. They let McDonald's do the market research and then just jump on board with what they're doing. You don't even see Burger King commercials anymore, right? Like, I don't don't know. I I don't like see any commercials anymore, to be honest. That's true. But they did that like Bur- they did that Burger King plastic guy and yeah. freaked everybody out. Like that, <laughs> and then they the kind of banked road. on that too. Yeah. And they're like, hey, look, we have the impossible burger. But even their impossible burger is not vegetarian, vegan friendly because it's not cooked on a separate surface. So they don't even have an, a dis- like a reason for vegetarians or anything to go there. So you really, I don't know you really are against can- this Burger King thing. I just drive by one every day and I'm like, why is that there? You know, I don't understand. I, again, I'm, I'm anti McDonald's. I'm anti, I don't understand any of them. Yeah. But, but really you, you know, hate I, Burger King. I really do. And Arby's. I don't understand why Arby's is still around. When have, when have you ever been like, Oh man, it's a hot summer day. I could really go for some roast beef. You know? <laughs> some You're hot like, roast beef with some hot melted cheddar. Gross roast beef too. You know, like not, not like a, 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 a Jewish deli that like a master crafted this pastrami roast or, you know, some kind of roast beef thing. No, like, like horse meat that was rejected <laughs> from like Mexico, you know, like, and like boiled with like, like, uh, you know, bleach to kill the, the, the hookworm. And then they put cheese sauce on it. And people go, you have an Arby's sauce. And you're like, no, it's not good. Horsey sauce. I'm like, you only like that because it's called horsey sauce. You like saying the word horsey. <laughs> I do and again, like one of those childish horsey. names that we <laughs> yeah. just all agree. As an adult, I have to go, can you I get some horsey sauce, please? Uh, some childish words are like, like Frankie, we, uh, we, we used to give her Ovaltine and she started calling it teen teen. And I was like, that's adorable. That's, that's, that's adorable. It. But she's also a child. <laughs> yeah, I love true. when children are div- like discovering language, like, and they have to do those kind of shortcuts in their brain. Yeah. That's yeah. totally different. But as adults, <laughs> we have the ability to vocalize things much more efficiently <laughs> and, and like eloquently. So to call something that's blended and smooth a smoothie is unacceptable <laughs> in my life. All I right, let's, to, let's get back on I track. Let's get, let's get back on track. What, what do you have today? What, what, what messages have you brought today? I'm too worked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, I always go to my favorite, which is Yelp. And this one's for a real estate agent in Salt Lake City, Utah. And they said, I would highly reconsider using Brock Miskin for any real estate needs. Blank Blank is a real stand-up guy. Not for the team who supports the drag of society, period. Really? Question mark, question mark. So quick to pass judgment on someone he doesn't have any inkling of knowing. Beware, future clients. This is the real quote-unquote guy behind the smoke and mirrors. Please read his post below to show his true professionalism. Also is a douche. Uh, No, also to douche is a verb. That means it's an action to clean one's dirty, bacterial-infested vagina. I'm sure you can relate. A douchebag, quote-unquote, is a noun and what a person would use as well is the burn or diss that you were trying for. But unfortunately, it seems your rank bacteria-infested vagina that made forge the simple of school grammar techniques. So clean your mind and body and come back when you have something real to say. Trash. I'll take my money elsewhere. Whoa. 
that was for real estate. They weren't reviewing douchebags, <laughs> like, even though that's what it sounded like. But I just hadn't seen a review that talked about someone's dirty, bacterial, infested vagina. <laughs> that was for a real estate company? That was for a real estate company. In response to like what? No idea because there's no context to it. This person just goes into, they think we have been on the email chain with them back and forth, apparently to the company. Cause I'm not even sure how any of their complaints related to any kind of real estate transaction, but what do I know? Oh. <laughs> so there had to be some kind of context of like, somebody said like, we're not serving douches or something, or we're not. That's I weird. I have no idea. Everyone always thinks like, like, it's personal or they're racist. I don't know. It's, it's so it's hard to understand what, what could have that transaction could have happened with a real estate agent where then that, you know, it, it devolved into trying to explain what a douche and a douchebag is. <laughs> I, it sounds like one of those, maybe somebody was like, you're a douche. And they're like, uh, actually douche is a verb. Uh, I think you were trying to call me a douchebag, but that actually is like a sanitary thing. So I'll take it as a compliment. They don't realize that the correct response there is no, you're a douche. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're the one You're who's the a, one douche. That is a douche. <laughs> that's the appropriate response. The only response <laughs> to like break it apart. Like let's really uh, let's in in let's inspect the anatomy of of the uh, verb and actually, the noun. <laughs> and it's for dirty bacterial and vaginas, which you are probably very aware of. Okay, Aaron. And uh, my my first thought in there is like, well, I mean, we've we've come to the conclusion that actually douching for a bac- dirty bacterial infected vagina is actually the exact wrong thing to do for a dirty the bacterial. Wrong thing. She really should have gone into that. Well, <laughs> studies are showing that you probably shouldn't douche. You know, yeah, it's, up your you know, while we're while bottom. we're on the subject of douches, let's just talk about like I'm not propagating or saying that you should go douche because there has been studies that and it was created by a man in the 50s when they really didn't understand like the feminine, you know, uh, uh, right. flora, and we're just trying to like control female anatomy <laughs> going right. back to ancient days when socrates said thou th- thou shalt douche her you know uh, uh dirty bacterial vagina <laughs> therefore i am i don't i don't know i didn't study philosophy but you know somehow it works uh, in there <laughs> well you know they went to bed thinking they were really like clever you know she was like yeah they're they like got him got him oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, they you took know, a knee for, for women's rights. They're like, yes, I got them. I'm going to this shit. It almost reminds me of something I would have done like 10 years ago. You know, like I would have been like, yeah, <laughs> let's let's break apart the anatomy of douche. <laughs> Burn, yeah. yeah I, I did it. I did it. <laughs> Fuck you, real estate company. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to go out of business because of my fucking review. Yes. Oh. I can't wait till I see them on the side of the highway and I can throw coins at I'm them. I'm too pumped. Oh. To, I'm too pumped to sleep tonight. Oh. Oh, no sleeping. No sleeping. <laughs> Who else can I like describe what douches do too? <laughs> Maybe I'll go to a Burger King in the morning and get a sandwich. Oh, to celebrate. Get a Whopper made my way. Oh, no tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little vinegar on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> alright I got one more I got okay, one okay, more okay. this is a review for a bar here in Salt Lake City and this is a a giant quote unquote nope period from California first time to downtown SLC and was told to go to this bar Uber dropped us off and I had a few ounces of my pregame left in a, in a water bottle 
one of the employees approached me on the sidewalk and asked me to sniff the contents of my water bottle. I told her it was water, and she demanded to sniff it. I told her it was pregame, and she told me and my entire party of seven people that they couldn't come in. But I was the only one that was pre-gaming because I had been drinking in the parking lot. Cool. We'll take our business elsewhere. So this guy gave the bar a bad review because he was caught pre-gaming, quote unquote, in the parking lot because he was drinking straight booze from a water bottle. Well, he obviously doesn't know what the what how to pre-game because pre-gaming is something <laughs> you do before you get to the bar. <laughs> That's why this is like... Man, yeah, exactly. We need to give you an education on pre-gaming. Like, you're in the game once you hit the parking lot. So you're not really yeah, pre-gaming. No. The, the second you get in that Uber, second you get in the yeah. Uber, like, that pre-game should be finished and you should game be, head, on. You should be headed to the Uber's main event. Game on. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, should, you should already be padded up and ready to go. What a weird... It's no longer the pre-game. What a weird review. They, they really, you know, I, I don't read these Yelp reviews, but that is just <laughs> kind of like, how can you... I, that is on you, dude. Like that is your fault. Like you, you brought <laughs> Again, alcohol to that is not reviewable. Actually, that should be a five star review because they didn't let it. Uh, yeah. Somebody who's already drunk in the bar. Yeah. To me, know? I'm like, like, oh, yo, I want to go to that bar. They're like making sure like these people aren't like drinking fucking... responsibly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And anybody that pregames, that those those nights never end up good. Like, no. That's not like you never heard the story of like. So we were pregaming in the parking lot. And everything worked out great. I did my taxes. I uh, got, <laughs> I got my home, law degree. I like, got home like, responsibly. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't I together my IKEA furniture that I just ordered. I didn't like, shit it, my it pants. Was a really productive night. I didn't shit my pants whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> the only times that I've ever pre-gamed were in my darkest drinking days. Yeah, me too. Like, it's not enough to go to a bar for five hours and drink. Yeah. I need to make sure I'm drunk before I get there. Well, and it, so. and it was also like one of those things that you did because you didn't have money, but you still wanted to go to the bar. So you were like, oh, I don't, yeah. don't want to be like not drunk at the bar, but I don't want to spend money at the bar. So, you know, but they I'll tell you a little, a little uh, dirtbag history for me. I found out what I went to California and there was a bar that had Pabst in a can. And so I was like, oh, they're just serving Pabst in a can. So I went across the street to the gas station <laughs> and bought a 12-pack of Pabst and stuck them in my pockets and then went back to the bar that was just drinking Pabst out of the can. I was like, hey, who's a brilliant guy? They're never going to catch me not knowing that I didn't buy these. Right. So, yeah, that's next level. Uh, somebody I know, it must run in the family because somebody I know who will go nameless, who happens to be my brother. <laughs> Loves cargo shorts, right? So you're like, ah, oh, that's so outdated. You know, pockets on the side of your shorts. What? That's the, that's out of style. But if you ever see my brother, be be very uh, uh, you you'll have the knowledge to know that those cargo shorts are filled with beers. <laughs> <laughs> and he just anywhere he goes, he walks in with beers in his pockets. I am glad my dirtbag drinking days are over all of that is all of that is stuff i've done too i've done the like oh they're serving paps and i can i'm gonna go buy some and bring them in <laughs> yeah. again it, it kind of goes in yeah it kind of goes back to like this like money issue but yeah yeah whatever so let's get money in. money went money went a long way though back then right like think about the bars we went to paps the bar we went to paps was two dollars yeah and yeah, that was still, still too much. Too dollars. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, well for a Pabst, you know, I would argue for a Pabst that that's quite expensive, <laughs> right? But it's still two dollars. But nowadays, oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? 
I think this is a good start to get into some news. All right. Let's get there. We've talked about our drinking. We've talked about tweets and yelps and comments. And now we're talking about the news. Douchebags! 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 <laughs> we just read from Google. <laughs> so you don't have to. <laughs> really quick. I don't really have any news stories to actually bring to the table today, but I do have an interesting observation when I was reading some news stories. So I, I don't know how you really get your news. One of the ways I like to do it is is just like, you know, I have an Apple iPhone, so like I get the news app from them and you can kind of cater it to your needs. But they have this whole section called trending stories. So... Oh man, this changed on me. This changed it on every, me every day. <laughs> well, it changed on me like even within this last hour. But news is coming at you quickly. Google News does the same thing, right? Like it gives you kind of a a snapshot of all the oh, different headlines. Yeah, and what's trending. This, you know, this still works actually. So um, there's this. You know, there's a lot of serious stories. So one of them, one of the headlines is Trump blames losing campaign on listening to woke Jared. What do you know what that <laughs> means? What's yeah. woke Jared? So his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and his daughter, Ivanka Trump Kushner, they have always been considered the, like, they are trying to be the liberal influence to Trump. And they're the smarter people in the room. And they're the ones that could get his ear to get real things done in the White House. And everyone says they are the, the biggest pieces of shit, like, like worst people on earth. Uh, Javanka, Jared and Ivanka. And uh, Trump is now, because things are going so badly, he is trying to find anything to blame. And he constantly put Jared in charge of everything, whether it was from developing a Middle East plan that when he released it, it was like, that's not a plan for anything. That just says you let Israel do whatever they want and annex the West Bank and like uh, let the uh, uh, occupation of of uh, the Gaza Strip continue like no plan whatsoever. He comes out with a prison reform plan that everybody celebrated him for, which basically just was more an evolution to privatizing prisons, which is always going to be a bad idea because if you privatize something, that means you're monetizing it, which means you're incentivizing uh, the production of that. So if you privatize a prison, the way for that prison to make money is to have more prisoners right so you're incentivizing uh law enforcement to pack those jails with people so they could have the latest thing is labor. jared has jared is the uh unofficial official campaign manager and he's been in charge of the covid response and trump thinks because he's not getting any good news stories written about him about the coronavirus that it must be because his strategy of like the way he's talking about it by trying to be a cheerleader by by going, no, everything's good. It'll go away. It'll be okay. Let's reopen all our states. Let's have rallies again. Meanwhile, cases are spiking high to uh, higher levels than they ever have. Hospitalizations are going up. And yet he's not getting any traction on his idea. So he's thinking it's all because Jared's the, the problem. So they're talking that he may ditch him. And that's why in the last week you've seen Trump go, I'm going with my instincts. So just this week, his instincts in quotation marks are on Sunday, he retweeted a video saying, this is my type of supporters that are like being harassed out there, right? 
it happened to be a video of a Black Lives Rally matter, uh, Black Lives Matter rally in Florida, and there's two old white people in a golf cart that pass by, and they scream "White power! White power! White power!" to the Black Lives Matter protesters. So the president retweeted a video of people screaming "White power." And called them, these are my fine people, like supporters. The next thing he does is he goes on to say that uh, I'm passing a law that if you destroy a monument, it's a mandatory 10-year sentence. It's like, well, it's already a law. You can't destroy a monument. Right. So you didn't do anything there. Right. And uh, in New York City, they are talking about one of the latest trends. So they painted the word Black Lives Matter in front of the White House, right, on 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Right. And now they want to do it in front of Trump Tower in New York. And today he tweeted, what a disgrace to such a luxurious avenue that they want to deface it. And, and it's such a it's a hateful statement against police officers. What? So Trump's instincts to win the 2020 election is to stoke a full on race war. Yeah, right? that's and be on the side of the white supremacists. See, there, there's a bit of conversation in our household lately, and we would talk about like, does he know what he's doing or he's just a fucking idiot? You know, a little bit of both. A little, a little bit, bit of both, both, right? Like, yes. uh, he, he can't not know what he's doing. Like, you can't like hear that or replay that or retweet that or whatever and not hear somebody chanting like white power when everyone else could hear it, right? And it, yeah. and it seems like it's just like, you know, this added up with like, there's the upside down triangle, and there's all these like hints to him, like kind of thinking he's like secretly speaking to these like KKK people or whatever. He knows he knows exactly what he's doing in that regard. You would think so, right? Like, how can you he not? Does. There's too many. It's it's no longer a coincidence or just like an oopsie. It's you like, know, his father was arrested at a KKK rally in like the 40s. Yeah. Like, and you have to imagine with like <laughs> these like rich families, that kind of shit and mentality is definitely passed down. Right. Like this is how we've in made our 80s, money, son. He took out ads in the newspaper calling for the execution of the Central Park Five. They were a group of teenagers that were accused of raping a young girl in New York City in the 80s. And it turned out that all of them, like it was completely, that they didn't do it, that it was a trumped up charge, pardon the pun, but he took out ads in the paper calling for the death penalty for 16 and 17 year old black people. He was charged in the 90s as a landlord with racial discrimination because he was he was refusing to rent to colored people and and uh, black people and and Hispanics in New York City. So none of this is new. Sure. He accused uh, Obama of not being born in the United States. He was the number one proponent for the birther movement. Yep. He was on news TV and and uh, uh, like Fox News every night screaming about how this person was born in Kenya. And it, it's different if you say. He's not American. He was born in Norway. It's way different than he's not American. He was born in Kenya. You know, like right. There's dog right, right. whistles there that sure. are very clear. And then he would then he, when he was president, he called Haiti a shithole country. <laughs> he called right. like he was like, why don't they all go back to their shithole countries? You know, like and why can't we for immigration he he proposed we need to be taking in more people that are more refined like from norway like <laughs> he's hard like we know exactly what his mentality is so he's smart in one way and he knows exactly what he's doing in trying to dog whistle to this base that he thinks is very strong he's not smart because 
it does the opposite to people that aren't part of that base. It turns everybody off like moderate people. But it's, I always think about the movie invention of lying with Ricky Gervais, right? Like the first, the premise being the first person that invented lying. And then it was like, wow, I can get away with anything because no one knows what a lie is. And that's actually what Trump is because he has no repercussions. So when you catch him in a lie, he just changes his, what he said. So there's no repercussions. So you could say whatever you want. What makes him intelligent, and it's it's like our own fault, is he knows how to play the press. So if he says something outrageous, that's what they cover. And it might come out on a day where something actually important comes out, then that's over overblown. So this week, the story came out in the New York Times that the Russian uh, intelligence agency has been offering bounties to the Taliban for killing U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan. And how this was discovered is they found a giant cash stock, $500,000, like in a storage unit in Afghanistan. And then when they were kind of interviewing the, the detainees about it, they were saying, actually, like this Russian agency is giving us like extra money when we kill American soldiers. Wow. Trump was briefed on this in 2019. He was recently briefed on new intelligence at the beginning of the year. He said, I never heard of that. This not, nobody ever told me about it. I never it never happened. And they're like, actually, it was in your PDB, which is the presidential daily briefing. It's a rundown of all the threats in the world every day, but Trump refuses to read it. Now everyone's like, he's dumb. He doesn't know how to read. Well, why doesn't he read it? Well, part of it is if you don't read it, you're not accountable for what's in there. Sure. So he does not like to be told everything because then he can't be held accountable for things. But that's not how the presidency works. You kind of have to know what's going on. Yeah, well, so it's, this like, story it's like getting a job and being like, well, yeah, I'm the manager now, but I didn't realize I'd have to manage. I just, you know what? Just don't tell me about any things I need to know about managing. <laughs> this is 100% how Trump runs the country. He considers himself a figurehead, a cheerleader, a news, per like uh, a front. A celebrity. For people to a celebrity, a game show host, you might say, because he <laughs> used to be a game show host. And, and uh, uh, so part of that is a, if he says, if he tweets a video of people saying white power, everybody's like, oh, it's disgraceful. They're, they're, they're screaming about white power and he's doing all this dog whistle stuff. And then we're not talking about the bounty story that actually is pretty fucking nefarious. On top of that, last year, Trump is now like up to, in the running up to the 2020 campaign. He is trying to fulfill some of those campaign chants that were going on. So he failed with locker up, right? Hillary Clinton is not in jail. Sure. He failed with build the wall because there's been four miles of wall that's been built and it's cost $4 billion. And this week a ruling came out that he illegally diverted uh, defense spending to the wall building, like you wasn't really allowed to do that, but nobody cares because he already spent the money. Uh, part and he said we were going to close Guantanamo Bay and get out of Afghanistan and Iraq. So last year, when he was trying to pull us out of Afghanistan, he made a deal with Turkey to give up troops in Syria because he was hoping then to leverage that Turkey would then move into Afghanistan to help police that state. Part of that was he made a peace agreement with the Taliban, a ceasefire agreement. He was going to invite the Taliban to Camp David to sign a peace agreement with them. Now, 
you're must you're saying, well, if they, he's doing that, the Taliban must have reformed, right? This isn't the same group that attacked us on 9-11, right? Like that was harboring Osama bin Laden that destroyed all the cultural monuments in Afghanistan. Like they must be a totally different group than what we were have been at war with for 21 years in Afghanistan, right? No, they are actually taking over again in Afghanistan and he wants out. So he was just going to sign a peace agreement with them and walk away. Basically, do whatever well, you want. Just let me out of it. <laughs> so it was only until the generals were like, we have been at war with these people. And you're actually surrendering by doing that. You're not because they're not agreeing to anything. They're not like, OK, we'll give women rights. We'll stop killing children. No, none of that was agreed to. They signed this peace agreement. So everybody's like, OK, well, maybe we're working towards like like getting out of there. No, no, no. We signed a peace agreement with them that they would stop killing American soldiers. So then they just started targeting Afghanistan, Afghani soldiers and police forces and killing them on record numbers. And then it comes out like actually they just disregarded that altogether and have been taking money from the Russian intelligence agency to kill U.S. soldiers. Wow. And no one cares. Any of the presidency, I mean, this would be catastrophic. Like you would immediately be removed from office. You would be put in handcuffs in the White House if it was any other president, but we are so desensitized. We're like, eh, moving on, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it, I, 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 I don't know. And again, does it make it any better that I know any of this, you know, like, no, it feels <laughs> like it does. It feel, it's starting to feel like it doesn't, it's really starting to. And like, as the election gets closer, like my stomach gets sicker and sicker because I'm just like, <laughs> God, I mean, if anyone is going to fucking rig an election or if you have it, no, you have no idea the dread and pit in my stomach for like the September, October surprise in quotation marks. Cause every election there is a surprise sure, that comes out sure. right before the election before when Trump was being uh, running in, in 2016, that was the grabber by the pussy, right? Right. Which should have sank his campaign, but did. So I can't even imagine the bullshit they're working up, the rigged election, the uh, voter suppression, like, why is it controversial if we're all like, you know what? We should probably mail in ballot anyway, but now we're also talking about maybe cool. going through a pandemic where yeah. you shouldn't be in crowds. You shouldn't be waiting in lines. We shouldn't be putting senior citizens who usually are volunteers at polling stations like at risk at risk. And it's not like it's a new system. Like we have 33 States that have mail in voting, right? So why is it a controversial idea that it should be available to everybody? Why isn't there a federal election standard? You realize every state, it's up to the attorney general or the Department of Elections to run their own statewide elections. There's no universal standard. So every state has their own machines. They have their own polling like uh, stations. They have their own voter registration rules and vote. Like It's completely different. 50 states across the board. And it's like, on top of that, we're like doing uh, uh, electoral college where it doesn't matter where you live. It right. only comes down to like three states that really matter. Right. And it, it rarely changes. Like it's always Florida, Ohio. And now it's like Michigan and Pennsylvania got in there somehow. But like in Utah, it doesn't matter. California, it doesn't matter. New York, it doesn't matter. Like there are these ones that are like, does not matter. You know, sure. doesn't mean you shouldn't vote. Uh, it definitely, especially on the local level, matters quite a bit. But it's it's just a shocking idea that they will do all they can. And like the very first thing that 
the Democrats did when they took over the House in 2018 was uh, put in a bill that gave voters rights. It like stopped the voter purge, uh, voter roll uh, purges. It created like more money for election spending so you could have more polling stations. Like all these things that are like, yeah, we should do that. You should not have to wait in line for six hours to vote. Hell no. Period. No. Period. Nope. And yet, even in these primaries, you're seeing in Atlanta and Georgia and lines up to eight and Kentucky up to eight hours of people waiting in line to the point to where vote. they're closing the polling stations and people are like, uh, hello, I didn't vote. I, I was in line eight hours ago. Sorry, yeah. we closed at six. Yeah. Like what? No, horseshit, like, man. Like that, <laughs> it, there really shouldn't even be like a time limit on that stuff. Like it's, it's oh, like there should be, be like a 24 limit. hour, like situation you know? you know they're complaining that like the mail-in ballot it takes longer because you mail it in as long as it's postmarked by election day it counts so you're not going to get like that night you're not going to know who the winner is right who cares <laughs> if it more votes i have all well, for it and like, here's the thing with the mail-in ballots there's a, a but a, there's drop-off stations for those too you don't have to mail it in like the point is, though, it's like you can fill that ballot out at home and then just drive up to these state polling stations and say, oh, and here's the drop off box. And that's so Correct. easy. <laughs> yes. But it still takes longer to count all of them, which is fine. Who gives it doesn't a matter. shit? We don't need like it's to not, know who like yeah. things are that night. It's and if fine. you want to do that, then let's start making it available like in in like an app type of situation. We have an app. You know, if, if you can use if Apple is designed face recognition to unlock your phone. The government could have an app where you use your fingerprint, you use your facial recognition. Like there's plenty of authentication that could be done where sure. then you could vote. Sure. If you really cared about 100% registration and voting, that's the kind of things you would do. Yeah. And but now, now, you know, the advancement that we are talking about is mail-in ballots. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're begging for. No, and, and that mail-in seems, ballots. That seems archaic to me in this day and age. Archaic man. Pony Express shit. We're hoping <laughs> yeah. Paul Revere comes up and takes our ballots to the polling station. You know, right, like, right. But, that, but all of us are like, yes, let's do that. That's going to be an advancement in the system that we have currently. Like, come on. It's rough, man. It's rough. Yeah. Again, does it, does this help me in any way live my life better? No. <laughs> Uh, just makes me lay awake at night just like oh my god oh my god <laughs> the, the sky is falling <laughs> so so what i getting back to like that that <laughs> yes. i think you got some of your news stories out there so that was good uh yeah. you know getting back to like the trending stories or whatever you know there's like all these very serious stories like so one of them's um that there's the Florida sheriff who said he's going to deputize own gunners against protesters. Have you heard of that at all? Gun owners? No, I didn't hear that one. So the interesting part about this is this he's a black man. And yeah. uh, this feels very like samesies as like um, to me in the same realm of like women who voted for Trump situation. Yeah. You know, like I feel like any like and, and maybe I'm wrong about this and maybe this is the wrong way to think about it. But it, it almost feels like how can you support Trump if, if you're any person of color? And not know, only like support the, the him. The Mexican support for Trump in 2016 was rather astounding. Yeah. The amount of, the amount of Hispanic voters yeah. that voted for Trump. This like, guy took their, and, the, and what happened? He took their children away and yeah. and locked them up and, and said, we'll it, ship you home and we're going to take keep your kids in jail. And like a thousand of them are going to get, you know, horribly molested corona, by ice, or, ice people. Uh, corona, uh, molestation, drinking toilet water. Yeah. Like, yeah, like. So I don't know. It just feels well, on top of that. Like, do you realize like the myth of the Republican Party, like the majority of them are poor, uneducated white people. 
And it's because they, the rich upper class Republicans have convinced them that it's in their best interest because they could one day become rich enough that they want Republican tax values. Yeah. Of like, don't tax us. That's why they vote Republican, because they're like, you know, you could be rich one day. You don't want like all your money being taken to taxes. And they're like, that's right. Yeah. Like, well, and like, you don't like like uh, people shouldn't be on welfare and like government assistance. You know, the majority of people that are on food stamps, welfare and government assistance are white people. Yeah. Yeah. It's this myth that it's all minorities. Oh, yeah. White people are only 13 percent of the population. Like the majority of people on government assistance are white. Well, and then they have the same people that are will scream, you know, we need to like cut Social Security and Medicare yeah. and, and food stamps until their check gets canceled. Sure. And they're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, thank God we have this system in place. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you were talking about some other. Oh, welfare. no, no. no we, I, don't, I don't get welfare. I wait, get EBT. Wait, did you, you say know, I don't get food stamps? Did you like, say that there's going to be a six hundred dollar a week added to the unemployment? I think we do need unemployment. I think we do need Wait unemployment. A Wait a minute. I think I'm unemployed now. I think I'm going to take a little bit. I hope bit. a Mexican takes my job now. <laughs> I think I'm going to take a little bit of a hiatus while I figure all this out. I need some me I'm time. I'm going to take what they call in New York a sabbatical to find myself. <laughs> so, so there's that story. And I just like, I, I kind of took my breath away. I was like, how could you, man? Like, this is like a movement for black people. And you're sitting there talking about putting guns and it's in Florida, so you know there's like a bunch of motherfuckers down there that are just like Florida ready man. to shoot black people. <laughs> They're going to arm the militia. You're going to say like y now you have authority to do so. Go ahead and take your gun and, you know, rally up these protesters. Make sure they don't do anything. And it's just like, it's mind-blowing to me. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I, have you? And you think, okay, they're responsible gun owners. They And yet in New Mexico, a militia had gathered around a monument to protect it and shot a protester. Yeah. Just like, a guy. Yeah. He wasn't. No, not just saying it out. It was the same thing with like the, even like the people that the, they were at Elijah's uh, memorial thing and they're listening to violin music and these yeah. riot police come and tear gas everybody. It's just like, everything is just crazy enough. It is, is there's this huge movement and then, and the police brutality is being exposed more than he ever has, especially now. And it's not a few bad apples. It's actually tactics in yes. their manual. Yes. You need to intimidate yes. to get them to do what you are telling them to do. If you want them to no longer stand where they are standing, you can't ask them politely to move. You have to spray them in the face with pepper spray. You have to knock a 75-year-old man over with a club. You have like, to you have to tear gas people it's, listening to music, even if there's families in there and little kids. You have to, you have to impose your will. These yeah. are tactics. These are not a few bad apples. No. So I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting one to me. It's like one of those things like I don't, I don't get things sometimes and it like, and it hurts so much to think about, you know? <laughs> and again, it, it goes back to just like women voting for Trump, like the dude that's yeah. like basically openly talked about sexually assaulting women. And you're like, no, 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 he's good though. I'll let him grab my pussy. Who gives a shit? He's New, rich. News story comes out this week that evangelicals are sticking with Trump. These same people that criticized Bill Clinton for getting a blowjob in the White House <laughs> and saying we had to restore honor and dignity to the White House are now like, well, Trump is a flawed man, but he serves the purpose of God. He's chosen by God to repeal Roe versus And Wade. does it help that he hates black people? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, I'm going to be honest. It helps. 
but it's you a little pepper, you know, just a little little <laughs> touch on the top of the evangelical salad. And What's to, a salad and it, without a he sprinkle? He like held that Bible for them, and it looked like it like it was like a bag of dog poop. The way he was holding it, he was <laughs> he's like, like oh, I don't want to get burned. I, yeah, am I am I holding this right? Like, how do I hold it where I, I, I you know, like my nose doesn't hurt? It's you know? it's like, my skin is starting to singe. Yeah, is it upside down? And then somebody was like, "Oh, president, like is." that your Bible? And he goes, it's a Bible. You know, that's literally what he said. It's like when somebody asked him, what's your favorite Bible verse? He goes, Oh, you know, all of them. It's hard. It's hard to pick out a favorite. You know? <laughs> Just all, all of them. The Bible. That's my favorite Bible verse. <laughs> so, so another story um, that was in like the trending news was like how they're opening Myrtle Beach and they're just talking about how that's like a Petri dish for coronavirus and all that. So there's, you know, there's all these like crazy there's all these kind of like kind of intense news stories in these trending stories and all of them are moving around. So like the way the trending stories works and, and as you just noticed earlier, I was like, where did it all go? <laughs> um, like every so often, you know, it's like it actually like there's probably like every half hour or something it changes and say, OK, now this is now this is the top story. Now, this is the only story that stayed in the top six for the last three hours is dog caught stealing cupcakes in Instagram video and the owner calls <laughs> the owner calls her a criminal genius. <laughs> and I was just like, in all of this shit that we're reading, people can't help a big dog caught stealing cupcakes on Instagram. Click, 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 click. <laughs> Oh, that's a that's a bad dog. And that's so, a bad and dog. So, and so I can't help but think. I was like, well, yeah, this is why that the sheriff is saying he's going to deputize gun owners, and this is why like Myrtle Beach is open and everyone's getting infected, and this is why, you know, there's the woke Jared shit. This because people, <laughs> people in all of this craziness, still always in the trending news stories is the dog that's caught stealing cupcakes. And I can't really decide if I love it or hate that, you know, there's a part of me that's yeah. like, no, okay. I, I like the fact that the dog is holding its own in all this news. Yeah. He's eight, number six, right? Climbing the charts. You He's know? Number, it, it's like, it's stayed in number five for like the last three hours. You know? <laughs> anyway, I mean, you need some of that, you know, a little, a little, you, uh, well, well, it kind of, it kind of shows you too. Like people are reading all this shit, right? Oh my God. Oh my God. I need some dog. I need a dog stealing some cupcakes. Just dog, dog, dog. I just want to see a dog on Instagram, like finding a a criminal genius way of stealing some cupcakes. Cause well, that's, there's some experiments going on in the Facebook algorithm that like to like get yourself out of that echo chamber, that like uh, constant negative feed is to just like post like the word puppy dog, you know, like, Move, remove yourself out of the algorithm and try to like change the narrative by like Interesting. posting pictures of kittens and puppies and like Sundays. Just that way, like when you then are like a recalibrated, you won't be like put into those feeds and you could kind of try to avoid it. But I don't know if I have the time to <laughs> thought to, to try to outsmart the Facebook algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting. What else yeah. you got? Do you have anything else? Did you did you spill all your guts? Yeah, pretty much. Because I went with like more sillier, the same trending idea, right? Like who cares? Like we know about Corona. We know about Trump. We know about like all these things that are going on. So the ones that like stuck out to me is like, I don't know why it's part of the plastic surgery thing. So this one is there's a doctor, Dr. Evan Goldstein. And he is now focusing his plastic surgery, like expertise, on the anus. <laughs> and, and so, like, 
he is focusing on like Botox for your butthole. What? I didn't know yeah. that like people were like concerned with their wrinkly buttholes. I, I didn't either, but maybe they're like, hey, I'm getting older. I get more wrinkles around my brown eye. You know, doc, <laughs> Who's looking at their brown shot. eyes? <laughs> well, that'll tell you, this is someone that's concerned with it being seen a lot. So it'll tell you the kind of person that's like, look, I got to be honest with you. There's always somebody in there. You know? So <laughs> it's a high traffic. These days, it's all it's a high traffic area. Kids <laughs> these days, it's all about eating ass. So we knew about anal bleaching that yeah. had come out like 10 years ago, but that was like porn stars were bleaching their assholes to take the brown out a little bit. But now <laughs> it wasn't enough that you took the color out of it. Now they want to take the wrinkles out of I it. I feel like that of would course, be really weird looking, man. Like That would be very strange looking to have like a very smoothed out anus. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, like here's my first, like the first place my brain goes to is like that those wrinkles have to serve a purpose all they like definitely serve a purpose they're like a turd cutter like right there, there's was, something involved well, in that. and like animals have wrinkly buttholes and yeah. you know like this isn't like this is an evolutionary standard across all biological life like most uh maybe aside from like birds and fish like most living animals have wrinkly buttholes right like I think all, I think even fish have wrinkly buttholes. <laughs> let me look up fish butthole. Like, let me see what comes up. If I type it, talk about getting in an algorithm. On, this is on my work computer. Too. Fish butthole. What comes up? Guess what, Lindsay? It's fucking wrinkly. Is it? It looks like a starfish. Yeah. That is a wrinkly butthole. It is a wrinkly butthole. Yeah. It's like inward wrinkly, but it's still wrinkly. It's, 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 there's wrinkles in there. <laughs> I, like you said, it's definitely an evolutionary thing, right? Like it's gotta be for like turd cutting or, or like, uh, I think that's how you get a good seal. I don't think you can get a good seal like with something that's smooth, right? Like think about like, like trying to tighten that up and, and I don't think it would work that way. Plus, if you saw somebody with like a smooth anus, I, I'd be very worried about their incontinence and their ability to hold shit. Yeah, in. I like that's what I'm saying. Like the wrinkles have to serve a purpose, man. Yeah, they have to. But it, wrinkles on your face serve a similar purpose. So people that are getting Botox in their face are like trying to defeat that natural progression too. Yeah, like they don't hold the poop in, but they kind of hold the poop in. Like, like you're. you're <laughs> Your mental poop, you know, because then people look at you. If you have wrinkles, you seem more distinguished. Sure. You seem more like wise, right? Like if you see an 85-year-old man with no wrinkles, this like weird mental metal, melted candle smooth face, you're not going to trust anything he says. That's true. That's true. But you're not going you to trust clearly, his life experience. You, cl you clearly haven't earned the wisdom for the wrinkles, sir. So You haven't earned the wisdom. Yeah. And I will, and, or I go the other way where I'm like, you were dumb enough to like shoot botulism into your face. <laughs> but I can't I can't trust anything you you would have to say about life cuz you made a really bad decision with that one. So, so is um, is that the main offering this guy does is to smooth out the butthole? Or is there like butthole things that I'm not even taking into consideration? What else there can, are, what other what, offerings what, can I get? He, he does he does address functional issues like hemorrhoids and anal fissures. Okay, that all makes sense to me. More and more people are coming in for cosmetic reasons whether it be a bleaching or a smoothing out the rims <laughs> or, uh, you know, people do Brazilian waxes, you know, there's always trying to improve that area. Sure. But, but I mean, 
I'm of the opinion you know what goes on there. No one's <laughs> fooling themselves. No. There's no like illusion of what's going on down there. Right. So if you're going to play in those areas, you're you getting know, poop. If you, if you play in the mud, you're going to get some dirt. You know, like. <laughs> So, yeah, there's there's really no amount of like anus cleaning that of like the way the body works unless you've like starved yourself and even then there's like weird residuals there's always going to be fecal and and sure and slush and, yeah know. that's an exit yeah. zone you know yeah it's a waste so it's a waste <laughs> exit you know <laughs> as someone says why would they put a, a playground next to the garbage dump you know <laughs> All right, what else was next? Because I, I, <laughs> now I'm excited for this next one. Do you remember Conan the dog? Conan the dog? I don't think this, so. This was a story that came out last year. Uh, Conan the dog is a military dog who works for Delta Force. And he was part of the raid that killed Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. He was a top ISIS leader in uh, Afghanistan and Iraq. And Conan was a special military operations dog, and he participated in the raid to kill Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. And when he came back, Trump gave him the Medal of Freedom, like a Medal of Honor for being injured in service. Because, again, he's very smart when it comes to the press. He knows people like dogs. Well, we, as we only, just saw the dog cupcake story, right? That's going to stay you know, relevant for you know, years. He's the only president to like not have a dog. Like it's usually yeah. a very traditional thing for a president to adopt a dog that everybody knows their name and it's like a symbol in the White House. Well, it also shows but, you you have heart, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, he knows like a picture is worth a thousand words. So he brought the dog in and he said, oh, good boy. And then somebody came out and they were like, actually, Conan's a girl. But Trump didn't like that, A, they were going against him, saying that he didn't know the difference between a boy and a girl. And B, he thought it didn't look manly that the female dog had killed, like he, it needed to be a male dog. And so it was a hotly debated, like they tried to get official statements and the Pentagon said, we will neither confirm nor deny the sexual genitalia of Conan, the special operations dog. So a the Guardian sued the Pentagon through like using like a FISA application to try to get what the official like sex of Conan the dog was. What? And they went before a court and said that's actually a national security secret on what the sex of the dog is. And so we cannot release to you whether that dog is a boy or a girl. My fucking hell. Now, is it really a state secret or like they you have to protect Trump's ego so much that because he called it a boy by saying good boy in a fake ceremony by giving the dog a medal for its valor in war. Like, Here's the thing. Now we have to we have to jump through hoops. To, and it, there, there are lawyers involved. Oh there God. is a court involved. Oh there is paperwork involved. And yet they still cannot release that information. Here's the thing is who gives a shit what he did like <laughs> why is it so hard to just say oops i called the dog a boy like i meant i know, call I, all dogs boys yeah everyone so, thinks girls are cats are girls and dogs yeah. are boys my my when dad you, comes over to my house all the time he's known my dog for years he knows she's a female and he still calls her a boy every time every and time. and i'm never like hey like I, i'll make fun of him and stuff for saying it but like but um 
but, it's a natural thing to be like, good boy. And you know what? Good boy. She's, good girl. she's a good pit girl. bull. Sounds, she's like this very, right. she's this very like masculine looking dog. She's a pit bull, yes. you know? So yes. and there's, there's those other dogs. Like how many, I assume all, all tiny fluffy dogs are, are girls. If, if you see a poodle, if you see <laughs> yeah. a Pomeranian, you're like, oh, that's a girl dog. Yeah, sure. And, uh, who gives a shit, man? I can't believe this is like money is being spent on this horse shit. So. The next time the budget comes up and Congress says, we don't have enough to, to give you more stimulus. We don't have any more money to help small businesses. We have to get rid of your health care. We have to cut Social Security. We have to cut welfare. We have to cut uh, <laughs> Medicare. Yeah. Because we just don't have the money. You go, okay, well, uh, $26 billion for Trump's wall, $500 million to paint it black. Which oh doesn't God. serve any operational purpose. It's just because Trump thinks it looks cooler if the fence matches is black. the color of his heart. <laughs> the color of his heart. Uh, and all these frivolous lawsuits like uh, uh, fighting, using actual government resources to fight a document request to find out whether Conan the dog was a female or a male. Wow. So Trump 2020, MAGA, making America great again. I feel like the, the wrinkly butthole story should have come last. Yeah, that should have been a nice little uh, smooth out, as they say. <laughs> I think that's all I have there because, yeah, otherwise it's just going to keep ramping up. The last <laughs> I have is if you thought 2020 couldn't get any more worse, we're actually now worried about a Saharan dust cloud that is making its way from Africa to the United States. <laughs> so if it wasn't enough. I think I'll, I think we, I'll worry about that as much as I worried about murder hornets. Cause I feel like a lot of, hornets. I feel like a lot of this stuff just gets like amped up because like, why not? It's kind of trendy to be like, what else is coming? It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Talk oh, about fuck. the memes, right? Everybody's like, yeah. you know, before 2020. And yeah. Like, oh my God. What more could happen? You know, the funny thing about that, too, is just like everyone talking about 2020 being terrible. And especially like in light of this, like Black Lives Matter movement, it's like, what do you think's been going on for so long? Like, do you think it just happened? Trayvon Martin didn't get shot this year. You know, he, no, you know, like was, uh, years ago. Or, you know, yeah, just because this a, is the year. Ago. This is just because this is the year that all this shit got brought to light. And is, is or how about right, Emmett Till or Jack Johnson? Sure. Or, you know, like. All the guys that were lynched in the 40s, yeah, you know, and 50s and 60s, like this didn't happen like in the Civil War when the people like uh, had pork pie hats and Dude, Abe Lincoln was the, president. The 14 year old like, kid who was executed in the electric chair for something he didn't do in the 40, like in 1944, like that's yeah. that's not that long ago. And like again, like shit's been horrific for a while, but you know, like to to sit there and make 2020 so crazy, and, and I the pandemic adds to the craziness of it all. But it's just like, you know. Pandemics have been going on all around the world. This and shit, they happen every hundred years, like yeah, on the dot. Yeah, and we had the 1918 Spanish flu. We were due. <laughs> yeah, well, and not only that, but like, you know, it's it's interesting. You gotta you gotta like think about like what would have happened had like Trump not been in office and and how this could have been handled more properly. It's like, no, it's it's not 2020's fault. It's not, and this shit ain't going away. This shit's been here, you know. This it's just it's 2016's just, fault. It's when just everybody that voted for Trump. Yeah, man. Right. And and it's, it's you the, can't tell me even the worst president that we've ever had in the history prior to 45, right? For one through 44, any one of them would have handled this insanely different than Dude, Trump. But I like if, if somebody told me right now, you could, you could have uh George W back 
and and you know we could guarantee that Trump's not going to take this next election. I would like to take okay, I'll take I, I'll take W right. for four years, like and, and Dick Cheney, like yeah, okay, I'll sure, take both. Like, sure, it's a package deal. Yeah, and guess what? Mel Gibson could be their Secretary of State. You know? <laughs> like, just I don't care. Just pack it in. Oh uh, well, I think it's time that we ask upon the wisdom of Father Richard. Hands down, booties up. Let me see you shake your rump. I do have some questions for him. All right. All I could think about, the only question I came up with, I was in the shower and I thought, boxers or briefs? <laughs> well, we could say. But not, we... for the, but not for the reason you think. I think for a soup. For, oh, what what do be you think? All I hear is what you think and what is better. What do you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Boxers um... or briefs? <laughs> Hello? Boxers or briefs, Richard? Oh, boxers. No, briefs. I'm not talking. I'm no, not talking boxes. to wear. I'm talking to make a hobo soup. <laughs> <laughs> make a face mask with? Is that what you're talking about? Sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Even Very better. Yeah. So, yeah. so, Father, would you, what do you think? Like briefs. What do you think about anus smoothing? Like, you know how people have wrinkly buttholes? There's a guy oh, that- I'm all for it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you're, you're going for it, huh? Well, I've already done it. It's great. <laughs> If you can't have a smooth anus, then you know. Life's not worth living. Life worth life worth, worth living. You only live once. You might as well have a smooth anus while you while you're living it. I bet that would make like like shitting very quick. You know, be I was, I was just, like I was just thinking. We've talked about like the problems that it might happen, but what about like a, a wipe? Could like because does the, the poop get half full? Right? Like we need yeah. to be, we need to be more positive. Well, yeah, that that, that 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 hair just gets in the way, and it's it's have to get clean you know yeah you know like what? peanut butter and velcro yeah and like the, right. the poop gets stuck in between the wrinkles maybe sometimes maybe <laughs> maybe we've been doing things probably that, could maybe this guy's on yeah. something i think he's on to something okay okay so this is why we talk to you because you know we we look at things one way and then you convince us of this other way yeah see see i'm making yeah. my appointment tomorrow i'm gonna go get botulism in my anus <laughs> there you go so, Richard, you're locked up in solitary confinement for a year, and you're granted oh boy. you are granted one item of any size, any price, except any kind of electronics. What are you going to ask for? Anal botulism. That, that would, uh, you know, it's one item. So, like a book would only last so long, right? Right, because you're in there for a year, and you can't have electronics, but you can have any Porker. other thing of any size, any oh. price. Would you go like a tetherball? A tetherball. <laughs> yeah, one of those uh, workout any things. Any object, any band. size, then I'm, I'm going to go with like... The band workout thing. Like oh. an RV or something, right? Because then you have like a TV and an air conditioner. No, you can't have electronics. You can't have any electronics, man. Oh, shit. But an RV isn't no, TV electronic, is, right? It's kind of electronic. Well, I check. <laughs> TV isn't electronic. Yeah, like if even if you had the RV, you would have to be gutted. It would just be like the shell of an RV because you couldn't. No, have no I don't want an RV. Then. No, no, I'm changing my answer. No, no. I mean, my my would first... Jennifer Aniston be considered an item? I mean, I mean, it would. I think you're <laughs> yeah. on to something. The problem solved. All right. Well, it does. And I'll be Sorry, in the Brad cell Pitt. next to you with the anal botulism, and then we'll smooth out Jennifer Aniston's butthole, and life will be perfect. Well, you I probably will to go. me in there forever. I don't think she would even look twice at you if you didn't have a smooth anus as well exactly exactly i think she's written that before yeah well that's I like why my she divorced man Brad with Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt is, exactly 
Brad Everybody knows do it. Brad Pitt has the wrinkliest butthole in the business. Really, I feel like Brad Pitt That's was probably right. born with the, the smoothest anus on earth. I just assume no, that. Everyone yeah. needs a flaw. His one flaw is his wrinkly, really wrinkly. He has an butthole. overly wrinkly butthole. That's why he overcompensated. Exactly. If you ever watch uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in, the, in, in Hollywood, he's all muscled and jacked out at 50. It's because he's overcompensating for his uh, butthole game. Oh, yeah. Very wrinkly. Wrinkly butt. Yeah, that's exactly why. That makes he has sense. a wrinkly butt, overcompensates for it. And yeah. Yeah. That all that all makes sense to me. <laughs> you know, there's there's a there's a scientific Uh oh. Everything else. Uh-oh. We lost they you. Drive Hold on, let trucks. me let me go Uh-oh. back check the math. Yeah. Let me go back. There's yeah, a scientific what? Checks out. What were you saying? Men will you know, men with wrinkly butts will drive big trucks, um, buy lots of guns. And you know, it's just a scientific fact oh. that's the real reason yeah don't don't and nobody needs to fact check that i think we could just take your word on that absolutely <laughs> it's right i i, I read it on facebook just like roe v wade that is settled law we don't even have to debate it anymore father have <laughs> yeah. you have you heard any like fun news stories in the news lately anything that made you laugh <laughs> everything makes me laugh watching the news when it comes to a certain president I mean, <laughs> it actually makes me cry because i just can't believe it's true but it is so yeah that's true um, that's true we've talked a lot about the ridiculousness that is him today yeah he is pretty ridiculous the funny thing happened in the news boy that's a tough one you know because everything is bad on news now they don't do funny news anymore what about a, what about a, in your life have you had any funny observations in life, yeah, people that take life too seriously is way too funny. It shouldn't be funny, but it's just way too funny. <laughs> I, I can but, see that. Uh, you know. Any snakes recently? Have you come across any of our slithering friends? No, you know, I heard one today in the backyard. I heard a real snake in the backyard, but I couldn't find them. I want to hear like when I think of like hearing a snake, I want like a snake to like speak wisdom to me, you know, but then I'm, yeah, I, I guess, I, I guess I'll Just be like, like the Bible. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that apple. shows you, Eat that shows you apple. your mentality. So 99% yeah. of the population, when they think of a snake's wisdom, they go to the Bible and they're like, no, 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 that's bad. That's Satan. You're like, I want to know what this guy has to say. I think he has some wisdom. <laughs> you know, he gets a bad rap, man. He gets a bad rap. Yeah. Like, have you, had, have you had an apple? Like they're delicious. He wasn't yeah. wrong. It's not like he was wrong about that. That's true. No. It would have been different if he was like t- trying to sneak her into taking a bite of rhubarb. Sure. But no, sure. apples are great. Right. Or a turnip. You know, or a turnip, yeah. Turnip. Like, no, yeah. this is great. You should like totally eat this. And then, you know, like, I don't know. An apple makes sense Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so. Father, that's about all the questions we have for you. Oh, that's okay. Those are some good questions. I mean, there were some tough ones, but I think we got through them. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. What do you think yeah. about uh what do you think about together um, we shall survive. What do you think about yeah, de- that's right. What do you think about deputizing uh gun owners to take care of these protesters? Bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Very bad idea. See, you didn't go back to the old west. You don't that's even know. Back think. to the old western days where everybody just killed everybody, you that's know. True. It's just like when I hear the word deputy, the actual first like thing that comes in my head is like this wide herp type figure you know like right see, oh, I yeah. like deputy and then dog, you have these you know, like people that always wanted to be a deputy yeah <laughs> that's true yeah. yeah yeah i'm a deputy i can shoot you you know yeah 
See, I mean, like, how long did you even have to think about that before you're like, that's a bad idea? Zero. <laughs> zero. Yeah. I think, like, what you Absolutely said, the second zero. I heard the word deputy, I'm like, no, 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 no. That, that, don't no. they know this never ends well when you deputize <laughs> the citizens? That yeah. and, like, martial law. Lynchings and, and yeah. going back to lynchings and, you know, yeah. all the good stuff that came with that. All the wonderful things. Yeah. Well, Next thing you know, we'll make you a judge and you decide. What do you think? Oh, we'll hang them. What do you think about these, like trying to change the names of things, right? I I, I know people are like, oh, they're getting crazy with Aunt Jemima and all that. But you realize we have a place called Lynchburg, Virginia. (laughs) I know. Lynchburg, Virginia. I do a lot of history, the study on history in World War II. You don't see any statues of uh, Goering or a statue of Himmler, That's you know, true. This guy, or Goebbels, yeah, or, guy, or, yeah. Goebbels. Yeah, yeah like, you don't see statues like that anywhere. You know, and one of the interesting things you see it, pictures of them in books and how horrific as, they were, as you should. But yeah. you know, one of the interesting arrows to be like bad guy, like and, yeah. and half that <laughs> stuff was Jim Crow. So you know your history. Jim Crow was very racist, and that's yeah. what he put up those statues. So yeah, that's you know Jim one of the in, era. one of the interesting things that I've heard, like people, like what, some of the people's like defense against like taking down these statues, is like it's erasing our history. And it's like uh, no one's trying to erase the history; they're trying to deglorify the right. their, exactly. these characters, like you know, like. Yeah, that, that's that's I think that's a good way to put it. Like, why why aren't there statues of Hitler then? If 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 what remembering history is is putting up statues of people, then why don't you see the Nazi flag like running in in the streets and stuff? It's like no, because are we so worried that Germans will forget their own history because right. they don't have a statue of Hitler in Berlin? Right, yeah. right, yeah. And and c- come exactly. on, like a kid's gonna see a statue and be like, now I know history, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Most exactly. people are like, oh, that's where the birds poop. <laughs> I know who that guy is. Let's go yeah. pretend we're grabbing his junk. Take a picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's you put know, it on TikTok. Is, it looks like Reyes is going to win the the, the, the the district attorney. It's That's only the primary. They they still is the mm. general to come up, so it's not. I know, all but I didn't even want lost. Reyes to even run. You know. I, I hear you. But... <laughs> he lost me when he started rapping. Oh my god! Oh, I don't understand how. I don't understand how you, you could be the top law enforcement agent in a state. He's the attorney general and he's the Trump campaign manager for Utah. How could you be right. a political like like a uh, uh, participant and be the attorney general? It just seems uh, yep. counter counterintuitive. Yeah. <laughs> he's always had questionable things happen, so Yeah. Well, now I always want to hear is it, was oh that's right. They did like that, that rap video, right? Or was that yeah, what you're talking Cedar about? City. Was that he, he did about that? Rapping oh. about being an MMA fighter and a cop. And oh like my god! Busted yeah. criminal. Best, best X was in on that too. It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. And now I'm gonna have to go watch yeah. that. I'm gonna have to go watch yeah. that. Yeah, you'll throw up in your mouth a little bit if you do. <laughs> yeah. I throw up in my mouth anyway. There you go. Uh, what? Wait, what? I don't know. That's from Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> That's from. Yeah. Oh, uh, all right. Well, Father, thank you for your wisdom as always. Any any uh, yeah. final words you want to leave us with? Just stay safe and dude, just put on the mask, man. If we yep. all did that three weeks from now, we'd be dead. Good. Put on the I goddamn think. mask. I agree yeah. with that. All yep. right, Father. Have a good night. Okay. We'll talk to you next Take time. Care. Yep. See ya. Bye. So, well, Why is this always? Why is this always? I'm going to go smooth my butthole now. Ever, ever, I had no idea to think about it in those terms. So. Uh, always bringing up the better parts. You know, we, again, look at the the, the wrong side of this. It would have been, it, it'll take, the amount of time you could save on shitting alone, you could probably save yeah. 10 years off your life. Think about how the bidet would feel on a smoothed out anus. Oh, are you kidding? 
Just it's like, like water off a duck's back. <laughs> I was going to say the same reference. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, anytime you talk about water running off of something, it's always a duck's back. Duck back. Like, yeah. That's the standard reference that people have to make. That'll, that'll put us in our age, too. Like, water off of a duck's back. People are like, what? Yeah, people are like, what's <laughs> a duck? <laughs> I haven't been outside in 12 years like, because the pandemics just keep rolling. <laughs> And global warming. That's I can't wait for that. Once we're out of the pandemic, then it's like, oh yeah, but you got to stay inside because uh, fire is raining down from the sky because the earth is mad at us. <laughs> right. We're just going to roll right into the next tragedy. <laughs> so if you if you like Rabble, 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 uh, Rabble, Rabble, Rabble <laughs> is a production of Pod Cauldron. What is Pod Cauldron, you ask? Well, it's got other cool shows to offer. You ever heard of Cards and Cubes? It's a show about board games you didn't grow up with. We also have Bub Club, a horror movie podcast. What you can do is you can actually go in, and, and I know with like iTunes podcasts, you can go in and just search Pod Cauldron, and everything under Pod Cauldron that Pod Cauldron produces will show up. Um, what, what was some of the, on the Bub Club this last week? What were the kind of things you guys were talking about? Give them an example of what was a Bub Club. So we, we actually spotlighted a, an old French film called Eyes Without a Face. Have you ever oh. heard about that? It's Billy Idol no. actually made a song about that. I bet you know the I, Billy I know Idol song. Billy Idol song. I didn't know it was about a horror movie. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, and it's, you know, it's one of those things where sometimes with those older horror movies, you're like, okay, like even like something like Rosemary's Baby, like you're like, it's, it's really interesting and it's a good watch and you should watch it. But there is that kind of like lag and generational lag. Right. Yeah. Um, and this did not have that. In fact, it has one of these like, like most gruesome um, scenes I've ever seen in a movie where he's actually cutting off this girl's face and there's like no sound playing and it's so realistic and it's like a good like three minute scene of this like brutal act taking place and it's just like holy shit this movie was way ahead of its time. Yikes. So so we usually like spotlight some movies and we'll talk about our top three. I think this time this last one was a, our top three like found footage movies. We'll also just like bring to the table some some just like horror paranormal band. one paranormal two paranormal <laughs> Fuck three. Fuck right? no. <laughs> But we'll, the only ones uh, we'll also bring to the table like some um, just like horror babble, like what's going on with horror news. And, you know, it's it's a show that's like evolving and, and changing every time. So it's, you know, it's bound to change up a little bit now and then. But but yeah. Cool. And, and if you're like in if you're interested in like board gaming or anything like that, or like if you think I would say that if you think that board gaming and when the first thing that pops up into your mind is something like Monopoly or Yahtzee or Risk, or Risk even like, then. Did they make games after Risk? I think so, it was Risk and then they just gave up. Yeah, I would say check if you're interested in, if you have this like fondness of, of board games and, but, but you know, you kind of grew out of them, check out this podcast because there's like, there is adult board game and it's like, it's, it's a world you never could have even imagined. And and it's addicting. And too, I'm tired man. of Cards Against Humanity. It's not funny. Let's find something new. Dude, there's so like, much. And, and that's the thing about this podcast is like you're going to be pointed in this right direction. Like These are people who are obsessed with board games. They're going to tell you the ins and outs, like what they liked, what they didn't like. And it's they don't they really geek out on the strategies, right. and the gameplay and the and the, the ingenuity of it all. And, you know, Cards Against Humanity is kind of considered what's called to be like a party game. But in in, in this group, you know, like that's it's like that's still even too commercial like there's there's really <laughs> fun party games that you can have that that aren't just you know like these like high traffic commercial like everybody likes them type and not to say this, that you should play pop swill you know kind of kind of deep and cuts there's there's pretty genius designers out there and they and you'll if man it's it's something that's actually really fun to geek out like when you talk about it and stuff, maybe it's not like that appealing. Like I don't really give a shit about board games and getting into it, but it's, if you're kind of like a geek about anything, like if you're into co like comic books or anything like that, like I, I think like board gaming comes, 
comes right in hand, man. I think it just, it, it's a natural Absolutely. progression. Anybody, you can, when you listen to somebody that's passionate about something, you can definitely learn and pick something up and it's always interesting. Yeah. And I would say, even if you, uh, if you, if you, if you're like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if I'd ever really be interested, like, at least just check it out and see, you know, you never check know, you never know. So go to Spotify, go to Apple, go to anywhere you find your podcast, uh, search pod cauldron, uh, find uh, rabble, rabble, rabble on all those platforms, rate and review, give us five stars, even if you don't like it <laughs> um, and talk to us on our social media. We have social media, right? We do rabble, rabble, rabble on Facebook and rabble, rabble, rabble 801 on Instagram. And you can find us. You can uh, look at all the fun pictures we post and submit your questions for Richard every yeah, week. Yeah, we're uh, uh, submit your dog photos or your uh, <laughs> uh, funny uh, stories about dogs in the news. Like we're always up for it. Tell us if you've you know smooth been able to smooth your anus. Tell us the send us send us photos of your smooth anus. <laughs> uh, tell us about the poops that you take. Uh, yeah. But keep that uh that hemorrhoid like stories to yourself. I, yeah, I don't want no to one, hear no one wants to hear about it's hemorrhoids. Smooth buttholes or go fuck yourself on <laughs> Rabble Rabble. All right, everybody. We're gonna have UK Peter take us out. Have a good week. I hope you have learned something today. Lord Jesus knows, I certainly have. I feel like getting tear gassed while listening to violin music can be a good thing. Like maybe we can use it as an opportunity to love those that are tear gassing us. Ah fuck it, my therapist doesn't know what she's talking about. UK Peter is going to go smooth out the wrinkles in his anus, and feed his crippling alcohol addiction now. I'm glad you got that on the end there.